This is a production of the AJ Podcast Network. Uh, we are back again. I can relate to that. Linktree.com forward slash AJ and Bax. Bax a billion. You are in the house tonight. What is going on, sir? I'm in the house. I'm in the house. I can't really call it, man. Just another chilly day. You know, it's cold, man. It's cold all over the United States. Oh, it's freezing down here in Florida. Everywhere. Volcanoes everywhere. Uh, everything is going crazy right now. This is the age of Aquarius, bro. Like it's it's a we are in weird times, man. Like expect the unexpected in these times, man. Definitely, definitely. So we are just me and Bax in the house tonight. And I do have a very, very special guest coming on our show. In fact, we're going to make her our guest host, Stephanie Mullen. You may know her from the uh, YouTube channel, uh, Sean and Steph. And I've been following them for quite some time now. I think uh, since uh, November of 2018, 19, around there, uh, beginning of 2019. Uh, I'll just let uh, Steph, you know, introduce herself I'm Steph. <laughs> Welcome, uh, Steph. Good to be here. <laughs> hey, Steph. Hello. It's good having you. Yes, thank you for having me. This is this is so fun. I'm so excited. <laughs> no, this is just audio only. This don't have to worry about makeup and lights and uh, you know no editing and well we do some editing but uh, not no no video editing here. So we need to jump into the video world, AJ. I'm telling you, man. Everything is video now, metaverse and everything. I need to get an Oculus so I can go into the metaverse and just chill out and have meetings. And it's a whole other world with the Oculus. We got to get into this. Things are visual too. Like people like sound. Don't get it twisted, but we need to jump into the video world, bro. I'm telling you. I know. I know. I just, you know what? I don't think anybody wants to see my mug shot. So uh, that's why I'm <laughs> a little bit nervous of doing a uh, uh, video, but, uh, but I am, I am one of the uh, moderators for a very, 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 very large uh, Facebook group called podcast nation. So give it a like, and actually give it a follow. It's actually a public group. Uh, there's uh, four four of us that uh, run the group, and uh, and most folks do uh, do video podcasts, and I just haven't crossed that bridge yet. So are we gonna get there? Uh, I guess so. I guess so. All right, guys. Confidence confidence is key. <laughs> yeah, I guess I got you know make sure the hair is done and maybe throw in some makeup. So Steph, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Now you grew up probably around the same time as we did. Do you guys remember? This. We all do. We all do. And how about this? America's Money Zone videos. Remember that TV show back in the, uh, I guess, what, late 80s, early 90s or something like that? I don't know. Steph, do you remember those shows growing up? Oh my gosh, that was a staple in my house. It was like, was it TGIF? TGIF, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yes. TGIF every Friday after every school. Friday. Oh my gosh, I miss it. Can we just go back just oh, one time? I know, just that one time. I mean, just growing up, 
I mean, that's, you know, I mean, we were young. We were very young. So it's not like we were going out on dates on Friday night or something like that. You know, I was probably in middle school by that time. And, uh, you know, click on the TV. We had full house. Was it uh, just the 10 of us? I think was what another one. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the Urkel show, uh, Family Matters, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember just the 10 of us. I remember, I, see, I'm, I'm, I'm an 80s baby. So I remember, I do remember Full House. I do remember like hanging with Mr. Cooper. I remember Family Matters. I remember when Dinosaur, remember Dinosaur? Dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Mac the Mama, right? <laughs> yeah, that was, oh, yeah, I, I used to like Dinosaurs. I used to watch the whole setup, the whole setup. When it was like, four, what was it, about four or five shows? Oh, God, I don't even know. It was like, yeah, about four or five shows. I think it was from like eight to like 11 or 10, something like that. But either way, I had to go to bed when I was a little kid. But I think I, I got the first four shows. I don't even think kids have that attention span no more to sit down and watch that many shows anymore. I don't think it could even happen. With, maybe because there weren't cell phones. We weren't on our cell phones. We weren't on the internet. We were glued to the TV watching our shows back to back, bro. Life is so different now. There's so many different distractions. Like, it's kind of different. It's kind of different, bro. Like, we don't sit down and watch TV anymore. That's why TVs are so cheap. Uh, I don't know how it's that cheap. I mean, what, a 4K is what? I was at Costco the other day, and the darn TVs were like three, $4,000. Oh, that's like some, like, that's like a big wall unit. I, just, <laughs> yeah. I got a TV, I got a TV on my, it costs like $200 from Walmart. Oh, and yeah. it does a job. <laughs> <laughs> we're all on Zoom right now with me, uh, uh, Steph, and Bax, and there's that, uh, was it a 24-inch TV in the background? <laughs> yeah, that wasn't even $100. Oh. <laughs> it cost, it cost more to mount it than to put it in, than the, um, than a TV. I bet it did. I bet yeah, it did. TVs are cheap now, bro. Steph, which uh, show do you uh, like when you were growing up? I love Full House. I was the same age as DJ Tanner, and she was my favorite and my sister was actually the same age as Stephanie. So we were DJ and Stephanie, even though my name was Stephanie, but it was, we just loved it. We loved that show. And then of course, America's Funniest Home Videos. That was like, when that started coming out, we were like, we need to get a video camera. Like, yes. And of course they were like a thousand dollars. They I were know. so expensive at the time. I know. Yeah. I mean, now you get a like luxury camera, what, for about six, 700. I mean, you're in the video business. What type of, what do cameras go for these days? Oh, it depends on what you want. If you want a, a low end, you know, consumer camera, you can get one for a couple hundred bucks. Okay. They're super cheap. And then, but we all forget that we have the best cameras in our hands all the time. Oh, the cell phones. And yes. Through our cell phones. Like our, my cell phone takes just as good as video. Almost as well, I won't say as good, but almost as good as video as my camera does. So it's crazy. Yes, <laughs> it is. What were you saying? You're very close in age to Stephanie's age? To DJ's age during the, when it was shot. Okay. Okay. Because DJ, I, I have a link, a link with her because I always, I always found her really cute. I really liked her. Um, uh, Candace Cameron, uh, she was actually born the day before I was same year and everything. So I was like, Oh, there's my little niche right in. So maybe if I get on her on my podcast, I say, Hey, I was born the day before you. Yeah. Rest yeah. in peace to Bob Saget, though, man. He that show was really crazy. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I I used to like them. The twins were super smart. They were super intelligent at a young age, and I didn't know how. Like, how do you teach them? How do you teach these kids, like their babies, to like act? Yeah, exactly. Like that is that is crazy. Have you seen them? Have you seen them lately? Me personally, no. They're just doing their clothing line or something like that. I, you know what? There's got to be something with them because they would not do fuller house you know on netflix that was on a few years ago they won't do that 
Uh, I haven't seen anything them coming out publicly about Bob Saget passing on. I mean, I could be wrong, but I haven't seen it. So there's got to be something that happened. And my speculation, maybe you guys agree or disagree. My speculation, I think the girls were so young, they just don't remember, you know, the the, the cast that Not well. Not remember. Not they, I remember. I don't know. I, okay. I don't know. Because they, they got kind of older in the show. Right. I think what are they about? They, seven? When they yeah, you you remember stuff. You remember stuff. They remember. Yeah, I don't know. There's got to be more to the story. Steph, you think there's anything behind the scenes? I think child actors from the 80s and early 90s um, were put through the ringer. And I think that... I agree. They're all just kind of finding themselves at whatever age they are now. And it's... They're, they all seem to go through something at some yeah, point. I, I agree. I agree. Totally. A hundred percent. So really do. rest in peace, Bob Saget. I mean, you were, you know, th- this is the guy that could be very raunchy in his stand-up comedy to all the way to the American modern dad. You know, I mean, I guess when my, our kids, I mean, our parents were kids. Well, who's the, uh, the modern dad of the time? Maybe Mike Brady <laughs> or Bax a Billion. There we go. <laughs> That's an inside joke. It's an inside joke, Steph. So just a two-second uh, thing. If you ever listen to our previous episodes, Bax has all these different views on things, and he feels like that, you know, he, he de- definitely gets his mind out there, and his view his view on things he likes to share. So I just like... And you know what? You just you're like the Mike Brady of our podcast. So that's why I have this video this sound clip at my leisure on my fingertips right here. So don't think I'm this big old geek. <laughs> All right. Stephanie, let's just jump right in. Again, I'm honored to have you on my podcast this uh, this evening. And I've been watching your videos for a number of years now. Uh, it was uh, Sean and Steph, your video bloggers. And I guess when you want to say for travel, is that you're mostly? Yeah, we started um, doing um, daily vlogging was how we got into it and mm-hmm. it sort of turned into travel. Um, but that is where our passion is. We didn't realize that we were, we, we'd like to travel as much as we did until we started doing it. And then it was like, when's the next trip? When's the next thing? Where are we going next? What are we seeing next? What are we planning next? And it just became this like, I don't know, there's this thing that just kind of snowballed into what it is now. Right. Gotcha. Now with your, uh, where, where did you actually meet Sean? Because you guys are like, look like two little peas in the peas in the pod when I first uh, saw you guys and you're, you're very, you know, when I look at you and I watched your videos for the first time and just my little backing on it, I found you through, you did a, uh, like a seven part series of symphony of the seas. And uh, I went on a cruise back in uh, November of 2019, almost before the world shut down. And I was doing a search for, the, you know, Symphony of the Seas, the brand new cruise ship that's out there at that time. And I think it still is, if I'm not mistaken. And I was just doing a search for it. And there were some videos out there, you know, but I ran into uh, Sean and Steph's and they did like a seven part series. They did everything from leaving their house with a cup of coffee, driving down like, Florida Turnpike or whatever road you were driving down, down of down to Miami. My daughter is right behind me and we're all on Zoom and he's bring, she's bringing the dog over to the uh, camera to show Miss Steph. Say hi. Mm-hmm. Hi. Say, okay, goodbye. So <laughs> she, uh, so I, I started watching your videos and I was like, I love how you do it. And when I saw them, I was like, 
you know, these, these, these folks just seem very true. They're, they're, they're not, you know, they're not acting. They're just themselves. That's what I really liked about your videos. So how did you meet Sean? Well, we met in 2007. And the funny story is, is that I was working at Disney World at Epcot and I was working at the land boat ride, which um, I was teaching full time and I wanted to go to the parks. And we all know that teachers make such a fantastic salary. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't afford to buy park like an annual pass. So I actually got a part time job working on the weekends at Epcot so that I could have free park tickets. So I really didn't want to work there, but for the park tickets, that's why I was there. And I was working one weekend, I was working stroller patrol, which we stopped the strollers from going into the building. And Sean just happened to be walking by. He was working in marketing at the time and he was there taking pictures of the parks and stuff. And he saw me and he just stopped and talked to me and asked for my number. And then they asked for a date and kind of the rest was history after that. (laughs) So that's where he officially met. He proposed there as well. Um, We have a, we spent every night, pretty much every night of of our first year together at Epcot. And it is our special place. It will always be my special place. Um, but yeah, he pro- actually proposed on the ride while I was working. And that was amazing. That's, <laughs> this is the best thing ever. That is awesome. And, you know, we, we spoke on the phone yesterday for a short amount of time. And uh, I did ask you if we could talk about Sean on the show. And for, for the viewers that were some viewers that don't know who you are, you know, I would like you to go a little deeper into that. But uh, Sean is your uh, happy place. Yes, Sean is my everything. Um, and um, unfortunately, Sean passed away this past March, in March 6th, actually. And it's been very tough. It's been the most, it's been the most difficult thing that I've ever been through in my entire life. And I've been through some pretty, pretty hard stuff. Um, but this has been the worst of the worst uh, because Sean was my everything. He was my soulmate. He was my, the, my true love. As they say on Friends, he was my lobster. <laughs> And <laughs> lobsters made for life. <laughs> so <laughs> he was definitely my lobster and my everything. And we spent, uh, we built a company together. We spent every single second together. We worked in the same place. We worked here in our house. And after we built our company, we then started working for Disney and we were doing animations and um, illustrations together. It's just been since 2007, we have been together nonstop. And so this last nine, 10 months has been really difficult. When I heard about Sean's, uh, you know, uh, medical condition that he had, uh, what uh, type of uh, cancer has he, did he have? He, he had pancreatic cancer. Okay. And he was diagnosed back in uh, 2020, February of 2020. Okay. And, you know, and I never met Sean in my entire life and he just seems like such a outgoing guy. And that's what I loved about him on your videos, you know, he was like, I, I guess the wrong, I don't know if it's the right word, but I'll just say it as it is. He was like your backup singer. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's in the background, you know, you're talking about something. And again, you know, I known you from Symphony of the Seas. He was in that background. He just like, he added his little animation two cents in, which that was really a good touch to the video. And I said, These, this couple is really cool, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, awesome. And it's like, I'm such an empath, right? Like, <clears throat> just sitting here, just hearing a story and just knowing that, you know, this lady just lost her husband, but she's moving forward. Like, it's like, that does something to me. That kind of like touches me. But it's like, I, I look and I just pay attention to how they, where they met. They were like in, in a Disney and they're like 
they were like the perfect couple. You feel me? Like they like into animation. It's, it's like the fairy tale couple. Like I just, I just can't, I just couldn't have seen a, a, a better pair, you know, and you just put me on to them. But I like, I was, as I scrolled through some of the videos and I, some of the fun things that they did, they had so many videos. Oh my gosh. And then it was just like the little, the little peace song and stuff like that that you, that you posted. It was just so funny. I said, I wonder if I could remix it. Remix the peace song. <laughs> and just make it just, and just make like a, a, a remake and put it out. Like it was just like, I was just like touched, man. Just, just sitting there listening to her story and just her be strong and just keep going. You know what I'm saying? Like it's hard to keep going when you're with somebody every day and this is your life and then they're just not there anymore that just has to feel crazy now now steph you went on a cruise very recently i think within the last month if i'm not mistaken correct yeah for christmas actually yeah last month or so and sean was there in spirit and you brought somebody with you you didn't go on this trip by yourself who did you bring with you I brought a little bear and I have them over here back behind me. Um, but um, Sean used to wear button down shirts and you can see them in all of our videos. Uh, he loved the button down shirts. That was his signature. He had eight of them for one for every day of a seven night cruise. <laughs> he would never let me buy any more. He was like, Nope, I have eight. That is all I need. I don't need any more than that. So um, I made, I found a pattern online that I bought off of eBay and I made his, took his shirts and deconstructed them and then made them into basically teddy bears. Mm -hmm. So they come with me and there, I have one for, I'm going to take one on every cruise until I run out and then I'll recycle them and start again. Um, But yeah, that it's gives me comfort. And um, I was able to cuddle it at night and just I can hold it like they're not tiny. They're actually a nice size bear. Mm-hmm. So I can actually hold the bear's hand and it's like Sean's with me. And it's very special for me. I also took him to the bear to Christmas dinner um, and sat him on the table and he got a wine glass and everything. And it was <laughs> the best thing. Um, there were some tears still, but it's like, it's, it's just like a little bit of a comfort to, you know, I know Sean's with me and I can feel him with me and He's the one that's propelling me forward to keep moving forward and keep finding joy and trying to make something of what I have now, which has kind of been our philosophy since we've been together because we've both been through some pretty horrific things in our lives and we just have never let it get us down. We take it, we grow from it and we try to move forward with it. And then that's what I'm trying to do now because I know that's what Sean would want for me to do. So that's what I bring the bear and the bear works and it's a nice little just a nice little piece of him that I could physical piece of him that right. I could bring with me. That was really wow. cool because you did yeah. a video just recently from uh, what ship you're on. It was a Mariner of the Seas. I think it was. Yep. That's the one. Yep. Mariner of the Seas. <laughs> and I do want to touch, you know, what is cruising like now? But uh, when, when I saw the video of your, I still got to finish part two because I started doing part one and then obviously the video ended and that was it. I was like, I want more. I want more. I haven't got to watch your other one yet. I know you recently published it, what, 10, 12 days ago, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah, I think uh, day three was released on last Friday. So. Okay. So I got a little catching up to do. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I've been preparing for this podcast, but yes. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I, I saw that. Uh, that was a nice little touch and a nice little tribute, I guess you want to call it that way. And at least, you know, Sean's with you in a little piece of him. 
So you've been doing videos for a number of years now. And where have you gone? What is it? You're mostly all your videos just strictly about cruising. I know during when the world shut down, you also went to Vegas and all that stuff. What was what's primarily what your videos are all, all about? Well, primarily it's about Sean and I, like our journey together. So we have travel videos. We started doing infertility. That's actually how we got into doing videos. Uh, we were traveling down the infertility pipeline and uh, we wanted to be able to show our future child. This is what, this is what mom and dad did to get you <laughs> the <laughs> <Yeah>. respect, <laughs> a yeah. little bit more respect. Um, but we wanted to have those memories to say, this is how far we went. This is what we did. And um, unfortunately that um, journey ended poorly and it was a whole thing. We actually have a video about it. It was a whole thing. Um, but to clear our heads from that journey, Sean knew that we had already been cruising. I think we had been on, maybe like 10, 12 cruises by that point. We really liked it. We liked being on the ocean. So Sean, I was in such a headspace, like negative headspace because I, my family dreams were just shattered. And I had, that's all I, everybody, I don't know everybody, but I always wanted to be a mom. And that was something that I had thought was, was going to happen. And when it was kind of cut short, that was very, very, very traumatic for me. Um, but Sean's like, let's get ourselves on a cruise and we will make our last our last vlogging of this whole thing. We won't vlog anymore. We'll be done. So we went on to the Norwegian Epic and we, of course we did our daily vlogs like we always do. And we, when he posted those, they took off and he was like, I think we need to do this again. I'm like, okay, you, you're not going to have to twist my arm to cruise. Cause I love it so much. So we got on another ship and then, so our, those videos started and then we started traveling a lot and a lot and doing more cruises and more cruises uh, we went over to Europe and did some cruises there. I mean, we just, we've, we really were traveling a lot. And then when COVID happened and the world shut down and then Sean, we didn't actually get to really experience COVID because we were experiencing cancer at that time at the same time. So it was like a double whammy. Then our channel went back to Sean wanted to show that even our whole our whole purpose and mantra of our channel is to put positivity out there that no matter everybody goes through terrible things, everybody does. Even, even, even the Instagram people that look like they have everything, their life is just perfect. It is not, <laughs> it is not perfect. And so he wanted to show that even with cancer, he wanted to be able to show everyone that he had this positivity and he was going to fight and he was going to do whatever he could do to stay with me. So our channel changed from travel to backed again to Sean and I. So it's always just sort of centered around us. And um, that's just how it's been. So then after he passed, then I, of course, I know that he wanted me to continue. He told me that his big thing for me was to continue the channel. And I didn't want to, I didn't, I had, I'm not an editor. He did all the editing. I, I don't do any of that. I've, I've, I know how to edit, but I'm, not, I'm not a big fan. <laughs> I'm not a big, not a big editing fan, but I did want to continue that. So I started vlogging the grief journey because there's not a lot of, there's just not a lot of information and especially videos where you can actually see somebody and relate to somebody. So I was posting about me, like I was posting about what it was like to lose someone and lose someone to cancer. Sean always told me, he was like, you have to keep doing this because cancer doesn't end when I die. The cancer that still goes on and you're going to be affected by that. So tell people what's going on with you. And I'm like, okay, I'm, that's not going to happen, but I did it. 
And um, so I vlogged the grief, the, my heaviest grief. I'm still in grief. I'm still, that, I don't think that will ever go away. But the sort of the pivotal moments, the pivotal weeks of, of the beginnings of that, as soon as Sean passed, I did vlog from like week five to, I don't know what other week I, I kind of ended on. I kind of ended with the cruise. That was kind of my, my big starting over kind of thing. And yeah, so it's just kind of been about, that was a whole long story to say. So I'm going to ask you, about us. it's been about a what? That's but that the whole channel is about us, Sean and Steph. It's not so much about travel as it is about sort of just life and being positive and yeah. Yeah. So I want to ask you a question real fast. Yeah. <clears throat> Sean seems so strong. You seem so strong. When did he embrace that this was what was going on and this is, the outcome from day one day one he he knew that he was dying and because of pancreatic cancer they gave him three months to live and he said no that is unacceptable I will not just give Steph three months I will be here longer than that and so he's always known and that's why he did he did 17 rounds of chemotherapy which is absolutely insane and he just kept fighting till the end, like never wanted to stop. But since day one, he has known how bad it was. He's a, he's a realist. He's not a, he doesn't sugarcoat things. He doesn't look at things with rose colored glasses. He, he knew the severity of it and he knew what was going on. And, and he, but he was, he put on his, he pulled on those pants and he was like, I got this, I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. He, his, his strength was like, then he, when you were telling a story about when he was throwing up and, you know, like he had a really bad, he was just explaining stuff like a man. Like if I've never seen somebody who embraced the other side, he was just, he embraced it like a man. Like I was like, like it, that literally gave me chills. Like it was just because we all have to face that. And we want to go the traditional way. We want to be old in our sleep and stuff like that. But it always doesn't happen that way. Some of them, some of us, it's going to be some disease. It's going to be some trauma something, you know, which we don't know what the future holds, but when you kind of get a glimpse of what the future might hold for you due to a sickness, it's like his strength was just impeccable. And I was like, okay, it kind of like, I was like, like I said, I'm such an empath. I feel so much. I feel so much like things that I see. It was like, wow, this is a real situation. And these are like real people. But when you go through their blogging from like 10 years to like happy people even with this mountain that they have to go through they're still like happy and they're still like getting through it gave me, it gave me like some inspiration in a way because like I said we all been through our own story we're not in this alone we're not in pain alone we don't stand alone sometimes people just wear it better Sometimes people know how to get through it. Some people don't use certain things as an excuse just to lay down and just give up until you can't anymore. So it's like, it was just so many stories and there's so many that I take took in just from your story, you know, just from my father dying from cancer, just from me going through what I'm going through physically after being wounded and stuff like that. I'm back. I'm not back a hundred percent. I probably, I don't know my leg and stuff like that, but I just, wow, we could all make a mark while we here and we're not here to be forever. It's not 
supposed to be forever. The legacy can be forever. The memories can be forever. You guys have a beautiful YouTube channel. You guys have people that love you guys across the world. You guys just like have people that want to just look into your story and be able to relate because there's people that going through similar stories. There's people that will go through similar stories. There's people that's going to lose their spouse. There's people that's going to have pancreatic cancer. Like, this world and this life thing is crazy and you can't look into the future. You could do whatever you can to try to change it. You could hope and pray that technology gets better. You could put on your faith of those. Some people do believe in faith. Some people don't have their faith. So that's, that's a different situation. But for me, like I have my faith. I'm, I'm into, I try to look into holistic cures and I look into different medical cures and, you know, I'm just into different things to try to keep my, my mind racing and keep my brain racing and try to educate myself if you understand what I'm saying. But I was definitely motivated just by going through and just finding out about you guys like recently, you know, like AJ, he's, this is his, you know, AJ's into like cruising. I, I was wondering, do you have like frequent, like boating miles, like with, Nor- <laughs> with, with, the, with, the, with, Nor- with the Norwegian cruise line? <laughs> you guys are like all over the place. I was just really wondering, like, how does that work? So all the cruise lines have like um, loyalty programs where you build points up, but that doesn't really, doesn't really get you a lot unless you're like way high up. And because we jump around different cruise lines, Mm -hmm. we don't build the loyalty points because we've got, we've got like a little bit of loyalty in every line. (laughs) So yeah, yeah. absolutely. That makes sense. How do you like cruising? How do you like being on those boats though? Like, like, is it? I love it. I love there is something about the ocean that is so healing for Sean and for I, like for myself, it was just like the air and the sea. And I mean, people talk, we talk about like energies and stuff. People talk about like the negative ions are released in the ocean. And I don't know, I don't know if that it's true, but it makes me feel renewed. It makes me feel, I feel refreshed when I, even, even with all of the work that Sean and I do on a ship, because we, we do a lot of work. <laughs> It is, mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it a vacation so much for us. We love what we do, but it is a lot of work to get all the video and do all the things when you really just want to sleep because <laughs> wow. we have nine to five jobs as well. So it's not like we just, but yeah, but it, it is so fun and we love it. And yeah, I mean, and then the big ships have so much. It's like, yep. it's like Vegas on the sea. <laughs> it is. And you're completely right about, you know, being on the ocean. It's something about, I don't know. I mean, if I'm sitting here in my studio and I'm looking at my wall on the other side of the room there, I'm going to get bored real quick. But it's something yeah. about being on the ocean and just you're staring to like nothing. You're not looking at, you know, people crossing. You're not watching cars go by. It's just something about the ocean and just being on the breeze, the breeze and, and blowing in your face, the sunrise, the sunsets. I mean, the clouds going by and, and even even the big ships. I mean, uh, the symphony was the last one. I've been on Oasis. I love being on the back of the ship where the propellers are and, and sit on the, on the, on the racetrack. If anybody been on that ship before, there's like three, four, like Andorondic chairs back there and just sat, I sat out there for like three hours one day and just like stared and just didn't even have my headphones on. I usually have my headphones on with my Bluetooth and you know, I always get the Wi-Fi package. Royal Caribbean, by the way, has the best Wi-Fi package. <laughs> they do. They do. Hands down. They, they do. do. <laughs> Listen up, Royal Caribbean. You know, when I get back on your ship, I want some good package. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, man. it's just something about just staring out into the sea. It, it's something about I don't know what it is. It's just amazing. It's, I know what it is. I know what it is. 
the sea is an unknown world. There's a whole nother life. There's a whole nother life force that is, that's their domain. We use it as transportation. We use it as, you know, like a beautiful scenery, but there's a whole nother life force that's in that ocean. Yeah. There's, there's marine life that we, you've never seen. You it's know true. what I'm saying? There's people, there's, I'm not saying, I'm not going to say people, but I'm going to say there's things in that ocean that we would never see. That, there's more ocean than there is land, bro. Mm-hmm. How do y'all feel about that? Like them being on that sea, like people get cast away, like people get lost. Um, like, I don't know if I'm like, I can't swim. I'm gonna be honest with you. I can't swim, but I don't know if I'm scared of heights or if I, I don't know if I'm scared of scared. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I'm scared of water, but I can't swim. But the ocean is like, wow, how do you make it there? How do you even survive like a thousand feet? You can't, your feet can't even fill the ground. That's crazy. I love that. Like, if I could be a fish, I would be a fish <laughs> in an instant. <laughs> have you ever swam in, like, really deep water? I have. I've, I've snorkeled in really deep water where you can't see the bottom. Um, but I, I don't have know how to scuba dive, but that is on my list to learn. I want to do that. I want to scuba dive with sharks. And I want to see the bottom because I'm always snorkeling at the top and always, like, floating. I'm like, wow, it would be nice to be down there at the bottom yeah. and see what we see. But, yeah. That's, I love the water. I love it. So where did you scuba dive at? Like what kind of like crazy places? Snorkeling? I've never scuba dive, just snorkeling right now, but okay. I do want to get certified for scuba. Okay. So, so where did you snorkel? Um, went to, um, gosh, what was that resort called? Let me think about it. You talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm pretty I mean, sure <laughs> it was somewhere like, cause you've been so many places. So it's like, uh, you got to go in a roll of decks of places I've been. It was somewhere tropical, but I can't remember. I'm going to, I have to search it. I'm going to look okay. at it. <laughs> okay. You know, getting yeah, back, to, getting back to what you're saying, you know, when you're staring off at the sea, I don't know if anybody else has done that. And I'll do this in the evening when it's dark out and I'll stare out into the distance and I'm thinking of what is going on in the world at that very moment. How many people are laughing? How many people are crying? How many people passed on? Babies being born? People working. That's what I think about when I stare in the middle of the night, out on you know deck twelve or deck thirteen or whatever it is, just staring out into just the ocean. And you know, there's so many different things going on in the world, but it's it was so peaceful just staring out there. Yeah, I, I bet it is. I bet yeah, it that's, is. That's exactly how Sean and I were. We would. It was our happy place. So we would do all this work, film all these locations, film the whole ship, film everything that we could possibly fit into one memory card for the day. And then to, we would always take time for ourselves. Like what you see in the videos is probably 25% of the time that we're actually on the ship. Um, and we, I think there's just like what you're saying, like there's something about it, that wind in your ears, it just drowns out all the sound and you can like, hold your partner's hand and just be in that moment 100%. There's no distractions. There are no, like, there's no TV. You're just, it's just you and the sea and the wind and, you know, your partner. And that's, that was what, what was just the best for us. And then if you have even a get, you know, we, we we're tend to be on the cheaper side of cruising. So we're always in the inside cabins, but if you are lucky enough to have a balcony cabin <laughs> to be able to sit outside and just watch for shooting stars, we've done that. Right. And that's like a memory that I will, it's just something that you can't even put into words, the peace and 
tranquility that it brings you while you're just doing nothing. And it's wonderful. I know Have you seen like any crazy like aquatic animals like whales and giant stingrays and giant octopus and stuff like that? <laughs> 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 I haven't. We actually haven't even seen any wildlife on a cruise ship. We've never seen dolphins. We've never no. seen anything. Um, I think that they're too scared. I mean, they're big, big vessels. And or it could just be that, that because we are so big, they're so tiny. Yeah. Like I yeah, don't realize <laughs> that when we probably can't even see them. They're probably there. You just can't see them because we're so big. <laughs> wow. I'm the same way with with you. The last couple of times, actually, our, our Symphony of the Seas, we got the uh, large balcony on the 14th deck. And uh, I was right in the middle, so it was plenty of room for my family to come out, and we just had you know, wine and drinks and all that stuff on the balcony. But, uh, yeah, it was a big treat. But normally we are interior stateroom folks um, for the cost aspect. And you, all you're doing is just changing your clothes, taking a shower, and going to bed. That's all you're doing at, inside you know, your stateroom. But, but it's nice to get up in the morning and open up that sliding glass door and then just getting a breath of fresh air. Yeah, it really is. I mean, yeah. having a balcony is like the biggest treat ever. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Now they're doing something, uh, I guess it's Royal Caribbean. They're doing uh, like big, big, like 95 inch TVs uh, inside the interior staterooms. For like the virtual balconies? Yes, virtual balconies. That's, yeah. That, yeah. Did you experience that? Because I know the- you I were- have- I have not, not yet. not yet. I was going, I'm going on Odyssey of the Seas in like 19 days. Oh, nice. And I did have a virtual balcony, but they, because so many people are backing out of cruising, their balcony prices went below what I paid for my virtual balcony. So I got bumped up to that. It's actually a sponsored cruise. So okay. I didn't actually pay for anything. It's nice. Um, so. <laughs> that, that is, that is wonderful. So now we're cruising just... I guess, I mean, cruising has been going back on for about, what, nine, ten months now? Somewhat back to normal or getting into the different things. So you were on uh, uh, Royal Caribbean about a month ago for Christmas. Yep. What was it like post-COVID? I know we're still in COVID, but, you know, post-COVID. Well, it was was different in the fact of um, Omicron, the new variant, which has been spreading like crazy, uh, wasn't quite... Um, it was just getting to that point of where the cruise lines were getting a little scared of, of the numbers. So my cruise was, I, I felt like my cruise was pretty full, which Royal Caribbean had announced that they wanted to be closer to full or full capacity by Christmas because the trend of the numbers were all going down with the vaccination rates and everything. And then Omicron hit and, it, and all the numbers went skyrocketed. They went through the roof. Um, so I was on the beginning of that. So I felt like my cruise was pretty normal. It felt minus the mask wearing that you had to wear inside. Everything as far as crowd levels felt pretty average, a little bit lower at like parties and stuff. But um, that's hard to judge on Royal Caribbean because they have a lower, in my opinion, they have a lower uh, party participa- participation than like say could the Carnival Cruise Line has well, like 100% is like the best sail away parties and any deck parties. You get like the best participation on those ships. It is so fun. They really are the fun ships. Right. And and I'm not talking about partying like crazy. It's not like that. It isn't, it's not what people think it is. But Royal Caribbean is more on the family side where, you know, parents have their, you know, eight to 10, eight to 12 year old kids and they are doing everything with them. So it's a quieter ship. And I, I just, I thought it was great. I had a great cruise. Um, I think that 
cruising with COVID is very interesting because in my opinion, again, this is not a very popular opinion, but I think you need to, if you go on a cruise, also if you go to a theme park or go on an airplane or go to any kind of sporting event or anything that's big venue, you have to assume that you're going to get COVID. And if you are not okay with assuming that and okay with the fact that you could contract COVID, then you should not do that thing. So that's, I mean, when I went on the cruise, I figured that I would be positive when I came home. I wasn't, think, you know, but I just assumed that I would be, and I was okay with that. I was okay with that risk of of taking that kind of step. So, yeah. So so in the mask wearing, do they require you, obviously not in your stateroom, but uh, do they require in the hallways, in the dining room before you eat or, or going to a show, they require all that? Or what do they typically do? Yeah, any any space that was inside had to have masks. So I believe they had just put that back into place um, as far as I think that if you were vaccinated, you didn't have to uh, wear a mask, but now you do at this point. Gotcha. I was, that was, I was going to lead into my next question, you know, like what was participation rate as far as people complying, wearing a mask and, you know, because some folks, you know, I mean, my employer requires us wear a mask. They just started that probably about, uh, I don't know, about three weeks ago at this point. And, you know, and when you're on vacation, that's the last thing you want to do is dress up <laughs> besides the formal night and wear a mask, you know. So how, what was the participation of the folks on the ship? Was a lot of people complying? Were there a lot of people not wearing a mask? What's uh, What was your take on it? I would say 99.9% of people were complying. Oh, that's good. Um, I think that... I think there were a lot of first time cruisers on this Christmas cruise because it was a cheaper cruise. It was a shorter cruise. It was only five nights and it was during Christmas. Everybody wants, if you want to cruise, you want to cruise during Christmas. It's a, it's a fun thing. Um, but I did, I, everybody I saw, I would say, I'd say 99.9%. I think that everybody knew the, knew it going in. They knew what the regulations were and we've all been in this for so long that ma- like a mask has just kind of become part of my outfit now. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. just, I hate to say that it is, yeah. but it's just become a thing. Yeah, sure is. And uh, you know, what about the, the comedy shows? Everybody, I mean, everybody's drinking and all that stuff. Obviously masks come off of that. And um, obviously what about by, by the pool? That's not required. No, not outside. Anything okay. outside is, is free to no masks are necessary. Gotcha. And yeah, if you're drinking or eating, then you don't have to wear a mask either. So in the bar, like if you're sitting at the bar, which you can on Royal Caribbean, you don't have to wear a mask. So. Okay, good, good. And, um, check-in process. I know sometimes with the larger ships, you know, it's, you, they usually give you an estimated time, like, all right, you check in at nine, you know, not nine o'clock, 12 o'clock, for example. And, or if you have the key, for example, uh, that's another, you know, upcharge that Royal Caribbean does. I'm still on the fence about the key. I mean, I know you love it, but you know, I'm a little on the fence about it, <laughs> but you know, with, with that being said, how did they do on uh, a boarding day? Uh, embarkation is em- embarkation, right? Yep. Embarkation. Okay. Super smooth. The timing, I, I believe that from what I've seen used to be able to sort of your time was kind of like an estimated time, right? You didn't really, you could come early. We always did. Right. So even if we'd get in, I hate to say that, but we did. <laughs> if yeah. you had a two o'clock boarding time, Sean and I were like, we'll be there at 11. Thank you. Because <laughs> now we've missed so much time on the ship. Right. Um, and they've never had a problem with it, but now it's very important that you, that you go with the time. And I think they're, they actually had it on Royal ship in Port Canaveral. They had queues set up for each time. So you would queue. It said tw- my, my time was 1230 to one. 1130 to 1230, I think was my time. So they had a whole queue section for just that time. 
and they would not release it until that time. So you'd just be standing in line for no oh, reason. Really? Okay. Yeah. And then was, what, so they're pretty strict. What about the wow. dreaded, the dreaded, the safety, um, what do they call it? Oh, I can't remember the, the safe, mustard the drill. Mustard drill. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a seasoned cruiser and I can't remember the name, <laughs> but yes, the mustard drill. I mean, Royal Caribbean, I've been on Royal Caribbean and, and uh, Carnival. And I think carnivals, it takes it, I mean, they both do take it seriously, but carnival takes it really, uh, really strict and everybody has to be quiet. You got to need to listen. Royal Caribbean, I think is a little more laid back. They make a little funny video about it, at least with the videos I've seen. What did they do with the mustard drill post COVID? So now it is all on their app, which it is fantastic. Now, I do say that I, I didn't feel like if there was really an emergency, I think we would all drown. <laughs> I hate to say that, but it, it, but it was so fast as far as me being an experienced cruiser and been and being in all those muster drills so many times. Um, you watch these videos on your phone and when you after you've watched it, it kind of checks that you've seen it. And okay. then you actually, you do have to go to your muster station to know where it is. So that if there was an emergency, you would say, okay, I would go here now because it is so short. Here's why I think that we would, we would be in trouble if there was a real emergency because you're only in this muster station location for like two minutes. Okay. I don't know if anybody would remember where that is in, <laughs> in a, now, now the crew now, in a, even if you sat in the muster station, but when you sit in there for an hour you remember, okay, I was in the theater because I was there for an hour. <laughs> right. I definitely remember where we were because it's so uncomfortable. Um, but it is it is no longer dreaded. It's actually fantastic. <laughs> nice. So basically, I could run the video on my phone and uh, put it go put it, put it down and maybe uh, you know wash my hair. Is that what I could? <laughs> well, they're not they're not that long. They're only like a couple minutes. Oh, okay. And you watch it because they're still cute animations. So okay. you're actually intrigued to watch it, and then it's over, and you're done, and vacation starts. Good, good. It's mm -hmm. sort of like how Southwest does their uh, their pre flight drill thing. <laughs> so where should I go? Like as a person who I've never really been on, a, I've been on cruises before, right? I've been on like the little t couple hours you're gone, you're on a casino, you're chilling, you're drinking, uh, you're off, now you get off, go home. No, that's not a real cruise. <laughs> I've never really been to a, on a cruise to where I'm I'm laying down, you know, and I'm going to sleep. The boat is rocking while I'm asleep. I'm nervous. I never did that before. So where should be the first place I should, should I go? Where should I go first for a person I've never really been on a cruise? And I don't have my passport yet. Well, you need that. That's important. <laughs> I know that just canceled out a yes. lot of stuff. <laughs> Where can I go? <laughs> so Bax got his passport. Where can he go? I can go well, to if Guam. You, if you have a passport, which that should be your first thing, if you ever want to leave the country, because just to be safe, because right. you never know yeah. what could happen. On, yeah. As soon as you leave the border, you never know what's going to exactly. happen. Um, right. But I, I would say it depends. If you were picking your first cruise and you have a passport, <laughs> Mm -hmm. Very important. Um, I think that the Caribbean's a great place to start because the waters are so calm, typically. Yeah. Um, your motion that you're going to get in the Caribbean is nothing compared to what you would get on the West Coast or like in Europe, for example. Um, the waters are deeper in both of those places, so you're going to get more waves and more action on your ship. Yeah. Um, the newest ships are here in uh, Florida. So that's another place that I would start with. 
And then it comes down to personal preference. Like, what do you like to do on your vacation? And this is like, we always, people always ask us, what's your favorite line? What's your favorite ship? And Sean and I would always be like, well, what do you like to do? Because it, it all matters and it's different for everyone. So it's the time to sit down and be super honest with yourself and be like, what do I like to do on vacation? Do I want to sit by the pool? If your answer is sit by the pool, if that is your number one thing, a cruise ship is not for you. First of all, okay. that's, that is the biggest thing. Um, hold on. <laughs> oh, kitty cat. cat. <laughs> Um, but if besides sitting by the pool, and I say that by sitting by the pool, because the pools are very tiny on ships mm -hmm. and they're very crowded and they turn a lot of people off when they see like, they're like, Oh, it's like people soup. And it is like people soup in the, in a, <laughs> on a ship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you like, if you want to have like a lot of interaction with people and parties and not, not drinking, I'm not talking about alcohol related stuff, but just interaction carnival is fantastic for that it is a great ship for you to have like camaraderie with other people and interact and and sort of be in this big jovial universe of of i don't know like fellowship and fun and then with that royal caribbean on the other side is very family oriented and if you want to take your family on they all go to the same places so it's not like yeah. you're going to different places um but then it's like they have really great entertainment like Broadway shows and live music and which is well what we like most about Royal Caribbean. Right. So it really depends on what you like to do on vacation. Well, you know what? You already gave me a start though, because you already, <laughs> you already knew me because you said calm waters. I need to go to the Caribbean. I need the first place I need to go because I don't need the ocean playing with me. You know what I'm saying? My first, <laughs> my first, my first cruise. I don't need those big, 30, 40 feet waves crashing the boat and it rocking crazy. So yeah. I need to, I need to start with calm waters. So wherever calm waters are, that's where I'm going to start first, you know, and I do like, I'm not really a, a drinker like that, but you know, I'm, we'll have some wine here and there or whatever the case may be. I, I am. And you said something else too. You said fellowship and fun. I like that. I like, I, I, I like that term. You need to you need fellowship and fun is kind of, it's kind of awesome because I like that. So I know what I'm looking for. I do like to talk to people. I like to network. I like to uh, rub elbows. I like to communicate. I like to listen to different, different people's story. You know, I, like I said, I keep saying I'm an empath. So I, you know, like if you, if you've gone through some stuff, like I could feel that, like when you, I could feel the pain or I could feel the happiness, you know what I'm saying? And like, sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's not always the best thing because it does bring me down emotionally, but then I bring myself back up, just me thinking about the cruise and stuff like that. And it's me thinking, about, okay, she just told me where I need to go. I need to go to calm waters. And that's real. I like calm waters. That's just who I am. I'm a calm water type of guy. So. <laughs> <laughs> just keep it calm, keep it peaceful, just keep it relaxed. And then, you know, I'm happy. Because you, when you are out there on that on that deck, you are eternalizing a lot of stuff. You are thinking a lot of stuff. I'm pretty sure it's a lot of release too. You know, like you're releasing a lot of stuff. They say the ocean, the salt in the ocean has a lot of ions and stuff like that that flows through the air that, you know, that it, it, it you know, it purifies. Salt water purifies. So I could just imagine what it's doing. You just out there and, you know what I'm saying, on the ocean and just everything going into your face in calm waters. I could imagine what crazy waters do too. Crazy waters, there's probably some peaceful too when you trust the boat. But you got to trust the boat though. Like you have to trust the vessel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's the and that's the hard part for me is trusting the vessel. Like I can't trust the parachute. I can't trust 
you know, like I do get on airplanes though. Like I will get, like I fly to Florida all the time from New York to Florida, Syracuse to Florida all the time. I'm always in Florida. My, you know what I'm saying? I have like, I lived in Florida for a while, you know, so I'm like a snowbird. I'm always back and forth, but I will fly. I will fly because it's the fastest way of, of right, getting so from New York to Florida. Bax, <laughs> I do have to say, you know, when you deal with these cruise ships, it's not, you're not on a 40 foot you know, fishing vessel. You, you definitely, you don't feel every single wave, you know? Yes, you do when you get off the ship, when you come home. And I'm sure Steph can vouch for this as well. You feel like you're on the ship, you know, you're walking around your house like, oh, is this house moving or not? But, yeah. you know, you, the, the technology on these ships here, like the stabilizing wings, whatever they call it underneath the ship, especially the Oasis class, they have like wings to like stabilize the ship. But I do have to say when we were on Symphony of the Seas, it, there was some bad weather like in the nor- northeast area that was affecting down here in the Caribbean. Yes, we did mm-hmm. feel it. And the captain, I don't know if you, anybody knows, Captain Rob was my uh, my captain, and he was on Oasis as well. So I, I met him a number of times, but I doubt he remembers me. But anyways, but uh, he, uh, you know, he says, yeah, the, the weather up north will affect the the um, down here at at that particular time. So, but you're not you're not flying all over the ship. You're not holding on to the handrails at all times. So it's not it's not as bad as you think it is, Bax. So what if, what if I got a, what if, okay. so we just had a, we just had a, we just had a volcano the other day, right? Like okay. off of this, off of the coast of uh, the West coast. I don't know exactly where it was. Right. So let's just say we were in like Alaska on, uh, on a nice cruise line, looking at the mountains in Alaska, the, you know, stuff like that. And the volcano went off. What would have happened to the ships? Like, would it have been a crazy night that night? Because it was a tsunami. It literally was a tsunami after the volcano. Did you see it? Yeah, Did I you saw it. Okay, so there was a, there there was some action. So what would have happened if I was on a ship? I don't know. Let's try it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to try. I just want to know, like, because I'm pretty sure there were ships in the water around that time when right. that volcano went off, right? Uh, but nobody, there were no casualties, was it? No, nothing I know of. I mean, Steph, unless you heard anything, but... No, I would imagine, and I don't know anything about, I don't know how tsunamis work, but I think they're big wave, like big rises of water. Yeah. So it's not like, so I would imagine you probably wouldn't even know, especially if it was really gradual. Like you, you don't know how tall like the sea is with your ship. Right. Um, yeah. I, you, maybe you would feel like a little bit of like, oh, was that a, did we just have a wave? <laughs> but because the ship's always moving, you probably wouldn't even know. I, I don't know. I, I've never been, I don't know if I want to be in a tsunami. Like I wouldn't like plan for no. that. But. <laughs> so y'all were never nervous ever at, during any cruise? Like, were you like, whoa, this is a little crazy. I, I don't have some flights that made me nervous. So I know that y'all don't have at least a crazy uh, couple bumpy uh, cruises. No, I don't have some bumpy me, flights. Me, no. Steph, you've been on probably more cruises than I have. I We've had um, our share. Um, not a lot, uh, but Sean likes to call them BAWs, which are big uh, waves. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and he loves those. He he's, he's a roller coaster guy. I get motion sick, so I don't like them. Um, but we've had... And I think we've been on, I want to say less than five ships. And I think we've been on like 40 some cruises. Um, I think less than five of those, they've put out the sick bags on the railings, yeah. which if they put out those bags, then you know, you're, you're about to hit some serious weather. Um, okay. They, they don't, they don't necessarily tell you most of the time the captain will come on and say, guys, we're going to, we're about to hit some weather, be prepared or, you know, 
whatever you need to tie things down in your room. But that has only happened like less than five times for us. And, but we've, our biggest waves that we were, was our very first cruise. And we, we sailed out of San Diego in California. And I am not even lying. Those waves were humongous for our first cruise. I'm surprised we got up back on a ship. Well, Sean loved it. Cause he loved big waves. B-A-W. I, I was like, Oh my God, this is terrible. This is the worst thing ever. We were sitting in the dining room and I think our dining room was on deck seven seven between seven and nine so that tells you how many floors up we were and it has the porthole windows so you can see the ocean outside and at one point sean goes he's like look at the window and i'm like oh okay i look over and at one point all you saw was ocean and then it went up and all you saw was the sky <laughs> wow and i was like and they were they only filled our glasses halfway because that's how much they were tilting the liquid inside was tilting in the in the glass that was like the worst, but I will say the best pool time ever. It is the best pool wave pool ever <laughs> when you're in the yes. pool. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah that, was the, that was probably our scariest and most intense. But again, the West Coast has deeper water going to Mexico, yeah. much deeper. Right. Yeah. The West Coast, yeah. It's crazy out there. Like I could just imagine. I don't know, man. We're going to see. I'm going to do it though. <laughs> we could bring the podcast onto the ship and we could record an episode or two. There you go. So that's what there we're gonna do. So we're gonna do the we're gonna do the ship for you, right? And then I'm gonna bring you. To, I'm gonna bring you to Syracuse, New York, to where I grew up at. I'm gonna show you. <laughs> Max wants to take me to Syracuse, New York, so I get a little different culture. I mean, I'm originally from New York, but he wants to show me in Syracuse on where he grew up, his hood, his turf. Yeah, I want you to come here, man. It's like you know, like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a good dude, you know, but like. I'm happy that, I, that, you know, I lived in Florida and stuff like that. And I'm back and forth from New York to Florida because I'm very like uh, culturally connected and I, and I keep myself open to different cultures and people are open to me because I know how to present myself and communicate to people. You know what I'm saying? That's like one of my gifts, right? Like anywhere I go, if I go on a plane or something like that, like if you sit next to me, you're like, you're my homeboy <laughs> like we're, or whoever you are. Like I'm going to talk, we're going we're gonna to connect. I connect with people that I sit with on planes, like to this day, like honestly, but um, yeah, so I'm going to bring, you're going to bring me on a cruise. I'm going to bring you up here to Syracuse, New York. Okay. And you, we're going to, you know, I'm just see, I'm going to see a world and I just want to see, you want to see mine a little bit. I'm going to bring you to the hood and the, the hood. <laughs> This guy, Steph, we're getting off topic here, but this guy went to Alaska, I think it was the last summer, Bax? Yeah, Alaska. Yeah, yeah he went to Alaska and he did an Instagram live or Facebook live and he's driving around. Guess what I found? He's like, <laughs> where were you? Where were you? He's in the hood of Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. 100%. Are you sure you're 100%. not back at home? You're certain you're, there's a hood in Alaska? <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. It's called Mountain View. Mountain View. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. 100%. Where I want to be right now, Steph, is somewhere down in Coco Cay. Did you end up going there this past uh, Christmas? Yes. Love Coco. Like, it's the best island. <laughs> right. And when I was there, they just really started getting things going. So, Anything new? I mean, how, how many times have you been out there already? Coco Cay. I think seven to okay. the new island uh, since they've refurbed it. Okay. And anything different since uh, post-COVID uh, they opened up and uh, got things going? Because I know they were a little bit under construction when I went out there. 
Yeah, did you get to see with like the water park and all yes. the new stuff? Yes, I, yeah. yeah, I think they just opened up. I know there was still a section that was still closed off to the, the public when I went. And uh, yeah, <clears throat> it, 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 it was kind of chilly when we went. We really didn't go in the pool. I guess all the northerners, you know, came down <laughs> and they were like, yeah, this is great. And I was like, this is cold, you know. <laughs> know where is Coke? Where, where is Coke? Okay. It's about, I think it's about like 90 miles off the coast of Florida. It's not very far. It's Everything not, is off is ninety miles off the coast of Florida. <laughs> <It's> Cuba, <true. laughs> not that far. It's like so. It's shorter than that. Then I don't, I'm not very good with, with distances, but it's like it's not as far as Nassau, but it's so it's between Nassau and Florida, like the Miami. Okay, so who has the nicest people? Do y'all ever get off the ship and like blend in with the people? Yes, we we love to get off the ship. Like that's our that's why we want to travel. That's why we love cruising because it takes you to so many different places. And yeah. you can get, you get off and we like to find like the little like dive bars and go in and talk to like the bartenders. And we meet some of like the, we get tours. Like we met this guy named Johnny in St. Martin and he was running a um, ATV um, rental. Yes, I was just thinking and about that. It, he was amazing. He was Dutch. He's from the Netherlands. And you get to, we found out all about Johnny and um, it was some really cool was that our video helped him like get his business back going again. So nice. other people were booking him and finding out about him. He was getting ready to pack everything back up and go back to the Netherlands. So mm-hmm. it just tells you how like one little, one little channel can like help so many people and it helped right. him, which we were so like, so honored to be able to do that for him and help him out. And he's, he's become a lifelong friend. We love him to death and yeah, we love getting off. We always try to go, we used when we first started cruising, we would always take the cruise line shore excursions. And then we started being like, we want to explore on our own. Right. So we would start renting like golf carts and Turks and Caicos and drive around the island, our own golf cart. We went to St. Kitts and got an ATV and just drove around in an ATV, just Sean and I just finding whatever we found along the way, right. <laughs> getting how- lost, driving on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> so how are the locals? Like, so I know sometimes when you're like people are Americans, whatever, right? They come, there's a lot of people that try to help them. There's a lot of people that try to maybe extort or come up like sometimes, you know, like it depends on where you go. Which locals have, like, would you say have the most warm welcomes? Like, I mean, sorry, the most warm, warm welcome. And like the people are, that are just there to like network and communicate versus the people that, that kind of like, are looking for like some, some help or like are looking for somebody to be like, Hey, can you, you take know, advantage. like trying to take advantage of the people. Like, cause there's always, wherever you go, I don't care if you go to New York city, I don't care if you go to Florida, there's somebody that's looking to take advantage of a tourist or a person that's on vacation. So which place has the most warm people and which place has the people where you got like, oh, okay, this guy's trying to, you know, trying to might try to get me. <laughs> yes. I think you kind of already answered that question. That's everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere you travel, it doesn't matter if you go to the smallest town in the U.S. or the smallest island in the Caribbean, everywhere there's going to be poverty. And that's just something that exists in the entire world. And where there's poverty, there's going to be crime. And um, you have to be aware of that. Uh, Be don't let people put bracelets on your wrist because you're gonna have to pay for that. I mean, there's there every, you don't get anything for free, right? That's just, that's the world. So if somebody tries to give you something for free in quotation marks, free, Mm -hmm. then it's most likely not. And you have to pay for it somehow. So we just, you have to just kind of be, be aware of your surroundings and no matter where you go 
and yeah. that could be even to the grocery store. You know, that yeah. mean there are people that, you know, panhandle here, like right outside my house, not outside my house, but like at the grocery <laughs> store or yeah. Yeah. not on the street. But uh, yeah, it's, it's just, it's just something, it's everywhere. Unfortunately, poverty exists. Yeah. Right. And people, and people take advantage sometimes when they know that you're a foreigner, when you're not from there. Oh, oh, we're going to get them. This like, yep. <laughs> you know, how, you know how that goes. Steph, we were yeah, on. Yeah, we- we were on um, Symphony of the Seas, and we went to uh, I think St. Thomas. I think. Oh man, it was one of those countries. <laughs> it was beautiful, and uh, we took a little uh, water taxi, and we got off, and uh, they were still doing some sort of construction over there. I can't remember if my daughter popped on over. She'll she'll tell you what country or with my wife, but she's not around right now. Uh, she uh, we we get off, and uh, they started. I guess hair braids are such a popular thing on some, some of these countries. And they brought us, they were, Hey, do you want a hair braid? And I was like, you know, my wife's name is Elise. And I said, oh, Elise, just be careful, be careful because you don't, you don't know. You just don't know. So they said, oh, I went and get my hair braid and or my daughter, Samantha, and she was wanted their hair braid. So I told them, I says, all right, let's get two braids. Okay. Well, the two braids turned out to be six braids. Okay. They, they brought us to a, like an abandoned church. It was very close to the, to the, to the water and the water taxi. It wasn't too far off the beaten path. And uh, she, uh, the lady wanted to do my daughter's hair and my wife's hair. And uh, the other lady says, no, I want to do it. And they started fighting over my wife and my daughter. It was kind of a little scary, to be honest with you. So they started doing my daughter's hair. They sat her down on this lounge chair. And seriously, they, they looked like a broken lounge chair from the 1980s. And uh, with the, the little straps and everything was all broken and all that stuff. And there was somebody in the back. <laughs> back so I, I, I hate to say it, but somebody was sitting there smoking some uh, ganja in the background. And my, ain't my, nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, bro, my daughter was like, <laughs> what is that smell, daddy? I said, um, yeah, this is it's a cigarette. It's a cigarette. Out there. <laughs> so they brought and they were fighting. Literally, these two vendors were fighting over us to get their hair braid and just got to be very careful and some, you know, that was our bad experience, but jumping to bro, bro, that's not really a bad experience though. That's just, that's just like a, that's just like an in the bubble experience. That's like an AJ experience. That's yeah. That's AJ in the bubble. I feel like, I feel like, okay. Yeah. I understand. They were, they were, listen, they were, they were really trying to, uh, you know, get some money, get some extra money. You know what I'm saying? That's all they were trying to do, but they weren't. I don't. I don't think they were going to hurt you. You know what I'm saying? Nothing no, like that. I don't think yeah, so. Just, but it made they made, to, made everybody uncomfortable. You know, it was yeah, the way they, of, were, they were just trying to braid your hair. They was getting high. You know what I'm saying? In the background, <laughs> they were just chilling. <laughs> yeah, that was my you know <laughs> bubble experience. Okay, I get it. But uh, like I said, I did ask a question like for a person trying to at least try to manipulate for the you know somebody that has maybe possibly more, but sometimes they have panhandling have more money than, than the people that they panhandling. Have you seen these little videos of these people panhandling on the side of yes. they, and they happen to, they happen to like a, a Maserati <laughs> or something. So kind of like escalate or something like that. Yeah. I just don't want to be hustled. I just don't want to be hustled. No, man. I don't. You, it, it's always good looking out for yourself in the world and being able to maneuver. You guys just taught me some stuff that I never knew, especially when it comes to cruising and stuff like that. I'm, I'm about to go, I'm about to try it though. I do a lot of traveling. I'm I'm all over the place. I'm in I'm in Alaska. I'm in Cali. I'm in Florida. I'm in New York. I'm in a lot of different places. I'm in Canada. You know Niagara Falls. I seen you were in Niagara Falls. That was awesome. <laughs> I did do the cruise under the. I did do do the cruise under the under the falls. You did that. You did that one. 
Yep. 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 So it's like, you know, I I have some experience. I just I just gotta I gotta take the leash off a little bit. I gotta get the passport and I gotta spread my wings. Yes, absolutely. Now, Steph, now you said in your, a little bit earlier that you finally got adventurous and you did a cruise, not a cruise, uh, an excursion without being a, a ship sponsor. And, you know, with being the ship sponsor, you have a little more security, you know, as far as, you know, getting back on the ship on time. Uh, the ship is not going to leave without you versus going out by yourself and you can YouTube any type of video out there, you know, people running for ship or missing for ship. I don't be, want to be that guy, but <laughs> there's people out there. What was it like, or would you recommend going out on your own? And if, if, if you do recommend it, what kind of, um, what would you do? What type of advice would you give somebody who wants to venture off on their own? So my first thing is time. We usually look at how, long you are in port. If it's less than four hours, like I would say if it's less than five hours, you have to go with the cruise line. I know people would be like, no, you can still do it. Yeah, you can. But if you do an excursion that requires you to get on a boat or a bus or a taxi and there's traffic or anything else, and you only have those little five hours you need, if you are on a cruise line sponsored, they have to wait for you. Right. Which we've, that's happened to us before we've gone snorkeling and we, we didn't get back and we're the last group on the, onto the ship. Um, if you have six to eight hours in a port, do it on your own, like plan it out. You can plan most things before you leave. You can YouTube stuff. You can find out, you can get maps. I used to get maps of the areas that we were going to, um, like St. Kitts, for example, is one road around the entire Island. It's one big circle. I was like, we can handle one big circle. Like that is perfect. And then of course we did the offshoots, but once you get back on the circle, you're good to go. Um, so just do research beforehand and see what do you want to do? Find do TripAdvisor, And there's tons of people that have stayed on the Island as like tourists, like in a hotel. And they can tell you like what spots to avoid, what spots to definitely do not miss. Like you have to see this and then just to judge it by that. Cause yeah, the, the ship will leave without you. You're not, you, if you're not there, they won't wait. And wow. that's, a, that's a thing. But if you, um, yeah, if you plan, if you plan well, and it's not stressful, especially if you have lots of time, I think we got back. I think we were only gone for like four or five hours on our ATV in St. Kitts when we were by ourselves. And we had plenty of time to get back and shop and still get on the ship. So, so for those who never, you know, been on the cruise and, and what is the cruise line? Obviously they don't leave you there. I mean, they'll leave you there, but they'll support you to get to the next port. So, uh, I mean, I don't think you experience it, but I'm sure, you know, in your travels, I'm sure you talk to some people. What does the cruise line do for folks that miss the ship? I don't <laughs> I've, I've actually never talked to somebody who's missed the ship. Okay. Nobody, I, I've never, I've never actually found the person that has done that. I think it's very, very, very small percentage. Okay. Um, the cruise lines will wait a amount of time for you. They will try to find you. They don't want to leave you in a foreign country. That is not good for them. That's not good for you. Um, I do believe they leave. They will go into your stateroom and get your passport for you um, and get stuff out of your stateroom. I hope they do that (laughs) because if you're in a foreign country, um, but I like, I don't, I don't actually know exactly what happens because I don't know anybody that that's happened to. (laughs) Being on 40 different cruises, I would be like, all right, she's got to meet somebody out there. Not one. No, I've actually never been on a cruise that is, no, that's not true. We've been on a cruise with the left, the left people and we have been that we've seen that, but I've never known who they were. 
And it's funny because I love how people hang over the balconies and they start laughing at them, ridiculing them as heckle. they heckle. Yes, that's that's what they do out there. You, there's millions of videos out there on YouTube. Go search for it. So when you're in a foreign country, for those who've never been on a cruise before, do you recommend to take your passport with you? What do you recommend as far as obviously taking maybe a credit card, take your passport, God forbid something does happen? Uh, what else do you recommend especially on those uh, excursions that you really explore by yourself? So I don't recommend taking your passport, but I do recommend taking a photo ID. Um, Your passport, because it can be ruined so easily and it's such an important document, but your photo ID tells who you are and then they can match that to your passport. So if you have a license or anything with your picture on it, your ship card has nothing on it. Your ship card is a worthless piece of plastic once you leave the ship. Right. And I know this for experience because I just got off on Mariner. I walked into Mexico without a photo ID or money. Oh boy. Mm. I was beside myself. Oh, it's in the next video. It's, it's a whole thing that happened. Tease, tease, Um, tease. Oh man. It was, I was petrified. So Sean always took all that stuff. I never carried it. I literally just bounced off the ship like a, like la la la, here we go with my camera (laughs) and I'm off. And Sean's the responsible one carrying all the, the responsible stuff. Uh, yeah, so we recommend you definitely should take a photo ID, mostly because if something were to happen, like if you got hurt, if you were in an accident of any kind, they took you to the hospital and you have no photo identification, they have no way of knowing who you are. You have your ship card and they could eventually find you, but I don't want to have that uh, that lengthy process of going through all of that identification while I could be dying. You know, yes. I want to be able to be helped and taken care of. Yeah, that makes sense. So what do you recommend on those extras, those cruises for those who, again, never been on a cruise before? Do you recommend the drink package? Do you recommend the key? Do you recommend the internet package? What are all those little upcharge type things are the, the, the food and beverage, you know, like a chops grill and all that stuff. Do you, I'm sure you experience every single thing. Do you recommend do stuff like get stuff like that. So this goes back to what I said. You have to be really honest about what you're looking for, for your vacation. Mm -hmm. What do you want? Are you happy with just sitting on a chair on the deck, getting all the sun that you could possibly absorb and just being outside and you don't need anything extra. You don't want to be on your phone. You're, you're, you are on your computer seven days a week and you, the, the last thing you want is internet to check in on your email or (laughs) don't get internet. Like if that's it, don't get it. But for me being social media, like I need all of that internet for that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you want to break away, don't get internet. If you like to drink, um, then think about how many drinks do you drink in a day? The drink package is fantastic. If you have say like a cocktail at breakfast, like a mimosa. Now we're not talking about, I'm not talking about getting wasted. I'm talking about casual drinking like with a mimosa for breakfast. Maybe you get like a rum and Coke for like at the pool, or you get one of those really nice fruity pool drinks that they sell right. like a, you know, a nice hurricane or something like that. Um, and then you get, you know, your dinner wine and then you get an after dinner drink. If you like to drink like that, calculate all of that up. And if that works for you, get the drink pass. That's kind of, but you have to be really honest about how you, how you vacation and, and look at the stuff and look at what the packages offer for you personally. If it works, buy them. If it doesn't work, don't buy them. Don't, don't, I don't think it's necessary that you have to have something just because it's available and, and there to purchase. Right. Yeah, especially all the fruity little drinks and look what I got. (laughs) 
<laughs> this is from Sympathy of the Seas. Of those, obviously, we're on a podcast. I got uh, my Royal Caribbean cup with the little flashy light. They suckered me into buying like the $14 drink, and it still works right now, and I still use it. So, <laughs> oh, yes. And uh, the, um, the, uh, the specialty restaurants? We do. So we like the, not a big fan of main dining room. Um, which is the complimentary meal. It's a fantastic meal, mm-hmm. but we like the fact that we have the Vegas style restaurants on board. Right. And if they're there, we want to experience them. And so the food, it's not like the food is bad in the main dining room. It's just that we know that there's better food and we want the better food. <laughs> yeah. So there's so there's so many entertainment options on oh, yes. certain cruises. Yep. They absolutely. have different vibes. You can get like a Vegas vibe then you can get like a, Car- a Caribbean vibe. I mean, I did go to one where it had like a casino on it. Like, you know, it, it was kind of fun. I did like the vibe. You do get Is that lost. the one out of I Tampa, just, the port? <laughs> nah, nah. So this was in, this was in Savannah, Georgia. Like me and my family, we would, like we go on like every year we go on like family vacations. And my family is originate from, on my mother's side is originated from Savannah, Georgia. And we, we were on some cruise where we, we were gone like all day. You know what I'm saying? We were gone all day, and I did. And I did do a cruise in Miami before we went to the Bahamas. We didn't get off the. We didn't get off the boat. I don't think. Now we didn't get off the boat, but we just like cruised to the Bahamas. Then we came back. This was a while ago, but it, it, they're not really like long cruises. Like there, there are uh, casinos on board, but it's like a little crazy. You know, we just gotta right. walk around and go to the casino. We we'll eat, hang on the board, look, look. I mean, hang on the boat, look at the ocean, and then come right back. But you know, I haven't like been for like days yet on a cruise. I just haven't. It's a fun experience. I certainly love it. Um, you know, and for me and my my wife as well, uh, we both had gastric bypass, and we don't really enjoy personally going out to, you know, spending all this money for you know the the, the dinner packages. Personally, it just that's just the way you know our lifestyle has changed. So I mean, for me, it's been perfect for me to do the dining room and uh, the windjammer. For those who don't know the Windjammer, it's the uh, Royal Caribbean's buffet. What do they call it on uh, Carnival? Lido. The Lido. Okay. So the, the Lido deck. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, the, the buffets, I mean, for us, you know, we get to pick a salad and, you know, we're done with it. So for us, you know, it won't be feasible. For, but if you want to like a gourmet meal or like a Burns Steakhouse, if backs, you know, what Burns House is down here in Tampa or Charlie's, you know, that's that's definitely well worth it because you're getting a nice, really gourmet five-star, 10-star meal. So I would definitely recommend if you guys love to eat, but personally, my lifestyle, it's not that feasible for us. You know what you guys need to do? I just had an idea. You guys need to come up with a cruise travel card game, like trivia, because she, because I don't even know what you guys are talking about, right? You, every time, you, every time, every time you bring something up, oh, what is that? Uh, and she knows the answer. Boom. Just like that. I'm like, what are they talking about? I'm telling you, this would be crazy in the travel world. Like you put it on a cruises, like a little card game. You come up with a little card game, like little trivia questions for the cruise or, you know, just little questions that you have to know and travel. Like people love to travel, you know, like a little card games. You could, you know what I mean? Throw them on, throw them, get a little deal, go to Carnival, go to Norwegian. Like Norwegian loves you. Because everything I see says Norwegian. Go Pitbull. to Norwegian with your, little, with, your little car, with your little card games and stuff like that. Your little travel card trivia game. That'd be awesome. That'd be a hit. <laughs> see, <laughs> we got the buzz going. Me and Steph. I mean, Steph's been on much more cruises than I have. So, I mean, Steph knows exactly what I'm bringing up every time. But here you are. You're intrigued. You want to go do yeah. it. 
So yeah, that's a fact, man. I want to do it. I'm gonna go. Listen, we're gonna do it. Go. Norwegian hits. Do it. I tell you what. I tell you what, Steph. Tell Norwegian. I know you got the plug over there. <laughs> <laughs> Norwegian, like tell Norwegian, like yo, listen. I'm trying to bring my family. What's good with the Steph discount? <laughs> I know you got this, Steph. I think Steph pays discount. for a majority of her cruises. Do you? <laughs> She's blushing. We do have relations with the carnival, with Royal Caribbean, with Norwegian. They're fantastic people. They're a fantastic group to work with. That's awesome. I know they are. I know they are. I'm going to do it one day. We're going to go somewhere. We're going to go to calm. We're going to go to calm waters, though. Yes. We're going to be in the Caribbean, man. Comments. All right. So, Steph, <laughs> what is your uh, contact? What is your channel? So, we on YouTube, we are Sean and Steph. You can go to youtube.com slash Sean and Steph IRL, as in in real life, because that's real what we life. are. <laughs> and you got a new video coming out pretty soon, probably around the same time I'll drop this uh, podcast. Yep. On Friday, it'll be a new video. I'm, actually, I have content from now until the end of August Oh, <laughs> coming up. Intrigued, intrigued. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Steph, you text me. When the new new uh, video comes out, I'll be sure to watch it when my earliest convenience. I will do that. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. All right. You guys, you guys get started on those card games. Yes. We will. <laughs> I'll call you after the show, yeah. Steph, and we'll come up with this card game. We can okay. pitch, pitch it to Royal Caribbean. <laughs> All right. I want to thank Steph. you so much, Steph, for coming on our podcast this evening and sharing this has your- been wonderful. Thank you. Sharing your, uh, your passion- uh, sharing the story with Sean. I know it was probably a little bit hard, but you told me yesterday it's your happy place. And, um, you know, greatly honored to uh, share that with you and have you on our podcast. And uh, hopefully we'll stay in touch. Definitely. I definitely like to network my broadcast people, even though you're video, I'm audio, but I do appreciate <laughs> it. Back do you have any closing words? I just want to say that this was, you know, awesome. I learned a lot. I felt a lot. Steph, you are an awesome person. Um, I just, you know, I, I, I admire your strength on being able to move on in life and, you know, just like keep going, you know, like strong you woman. never know. Strong woman. Yeah. She's living Definitely on the strong. legacy that Sean wants her to do. And, uh, yeah. you know, you do have a lot of good friends out there. I'll give a shout out to Don, Don's Family Cruises. Uh, we got uh, Sharon at sea. Uh, who's the one, yeah. the gentleman over in, uh, over in uh, England? Ben and David. Ben and David. Yes, I like their videos as well. So shout out to all those awesome. uh, lovely folks. And I have seen your videos. And Sean is, ac- I'm sorry, not Sean. <laughs> Don is actually a friend of mine on Facebook now. He, we we uh, connected not too long ago. And uh, I do follow his uh, his journey as well. And uh, he's, he's a good guy. My, my son yeah. loves his videos too. So... But a uh, big shout out. All right, we're going to wrap it up. Steph, do you want to add any final words? I just want to say thank you for having me on. This has been so fun. This is my first podcast. Oh, right. It's so fun. <laughs> I really have really enjoyed it. Um, I could talk about cruising like forever. So it is, it's definitely a, a happy place for me and um, for Sean as well. So yeah, thank you so much. And thanks for listening. And uh, it's been really fun. All right. Are you on uh, Instagram? Do you want to plug your uh, page? Sure. On Instagram, we're Sean and Steph. We are Sean and Steph everywhere. <laughs> Sean and Steph everywhere. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> All right. We're going to wrap it up. Linktree.com forward slash AJ and Bax. Please like us on Facebook. I can relate to that. 
And uh, actually, if you guys want to follow me on my uh, Instagram, I converted my personal Instagram to the show Instagram. It's actually under uh, Mitch, M-I-T-C-H, the number one, the number four, and the letter U, and the number two. I know it's a little complicated, but I've been putting more content on there as well. So, all right, please give us a like and follow, and a possible review would be greatly appreciated. All right, guys, thanks for coming on, Steph. Bax, have a great one. This is a production of the AJ Podcast Network.